And welcome back to another edition of the Podmin. I'm Brad. I'm Brian. I'm Podmin Ron. All right, we've been missing for a while as uh, eh, no real reason. We've been busy, right? We've been busy with other stuff. And then all this, because there was nothing happening in the nerd world, and then all of a sudden we got TV shows. We've got at least uh, three or four different Star Trek shows, I think, that's come out. And, of course, the big one, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. But we're glad to be yes. back. Podman Ron. Yeah, we, glad to be back. Up, up, up. We had a uh, demand from our listener. Our listener was like, have you guys gone monthly? One of our, <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. Yeah, one of our, our youngest listeners, uh, probably too young to be listening to the podcast. But you know what? We cannot afford to turn listeners away at this point, I don't think. Uh, no. No, we can't. Podman Ron, what, have you been uh, able to rally up any new listeners or anything? No, not really. I, I have not. Uh, yeah, I've got a few. I've got a few listeners. So, yeah. Okay. He went from no, he went from honesty to wait. They can't prove that I haven't brought any new <laughs> listeners in, so I'll just lie about this shit. In the past, like, month, no. In the past couple of months. The past couple of years, you brought a few people on board. Uh, uh, of- Who are not relatives, Brian. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that was staying. Zing to you. All right. Podman Ron is getting settled into his uh, pod cave there. Let's just go ahead and hit the news real quick. All right, Scoop, what do we have in the news world happening? A lot of stuff in the news. Nerd, nerd, nude, nerd news world. Nerd news news. We got to think of a dark segment. All right, go ahead. Well, uh, near and dear to my heart... And I think PMR's heart. I don't know how you feel about this program, <laughs> Brad. But uh, they've uh, cast the reboots for Quantum Leap. Oh, yeah. NBC reboot. And, and uh, they've kind of given like a, a, a idea of what the show's going to be about. Essentially, it's it's set current present day. Uh, and they're trying to comb back through the research of the original Quantum Leap program. And trying to find out what happened to Sam Beckett. Mm. Right. I love and, it. Yep. And so they've uh, they've cast you. It's it's relative unknowns, but but yeah, they've they've begun casting, and I believe it's it's going straight to uh, um, you know in the in the age of uh, streaming and, and content for streaming, uh, it's going straight. I mean, it's it's we're getting a season at least of this. It's not a pilot to potentially be picked up by a network. We're getting this. Uh, and that's, you know, a happy, happy coincidence because they need content for Peacock. Oh, okay. So this is going to be on Peacock. Well, uh, I think that the idea is it's either going to be on NBC and then follow on Peacock or at the very least on Peacock. Gotcha. So we're getting, we're getting a series. All right. Podman Ron, you're happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it sounds like a pretty good concept of what they're doing. So yeah, I'm all for that. And. They're bringing back Ernie Hudson. Uh, he's going to be the director of like the uh, of the the program, uh, and he's actually playing the same character he played in the episode he co-starred in. You mean Ghostbuster Ernie Hudson? Ghostbuster Ernie Hudson. Yep. 
Yeah, he was in it. He was in it. He guest started an episode. I think it was like an eighty-seven, eighty-eight. Um, but he uh, he played uh, Herb Magic Williams, uh, who a Vietnam veteran who Sam found himself in the body of in the third season of the original show. Remember when he went back to Vietnam? Yeah, that was like a, that was. I think that was a season opener. Well, he's playing the character that Sam jumped into, but in present day. Yeah. And he's running the Quantum Leap program. Wow. So. That's really cool. Yeah, pretty cool. But, uh, but yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, Brad, what did you, what are your, I mean, me and BMR talk about Quantum Leap. Did you, uh, did you enjoy Quantum Leap? I don't think I've ever watched it. <sighs> Sorry. Good show. The only, I, I tell you, the only thing that I remember from it was, I guess it was a, uh, uh, you know, a season finale or maybe just an episode, end of an episode uh, where he, you know, he flashes into uh, a body and he's standing there and he's holding a gun. And then somebody says, hey, you know, look up here. And he looks up and they take a picture and he's Lee Harvey Oswald or whatever. Lee Harvey Oswald. That's the, that's, that, the, that, you know, I realize- that two minute piece is the only thing I, of recollection I have of the show. It's a great show. The um, What's funny is, and I realized this a few years back, Quantum Leap, the premise of Quantum Leap is essentially Star Trek every episode that got trapped in the holodeck. <laughs> so, so every time they got trapped in the holodeck, it's basically an episode of Quantum Leap. Or, you know, like Quantum Leap is the, uh, you know, the, the flip side of that, uh, that equation. There you go. So, uh, all right. Well, maybe I'll watch it if it ends up on Pete. Quantum Leap is like, is what I think what they would do different today, and I could be wrong, but when you watch Quantum Leap, it was just they didn't really go into the everything behind it. It was just more or less the jumps. You know, it just like, kind of happened. I feel like the life that he went into and, and it played on that. You really didn't know. Didn't. Really understand too much about who was behind the jumps and why they were doing it and all that. At least yeah. I did. I, I mean, you knew he had a wife, I didn't get right? It. You knew you right. knew Sam had a wife, right? Right. And you knew that he was a part of this program. You never saw you never even saw the facility except in like the, the like just a couple minutes of the of the um the pilot and then they kind of go back to it. But remember in the pilot he's he's going to a dinner party or something and there's something going on at the lab and he has to go to the lab and then he gets sucked in. But you never even really see the lab. Yeah, that's right. what I And I think now if they redo it, I think we're, we're going to get more. And I could be wrong, but I think we're going to get more into the... The... The lies in house. Yeah, you know. All right. Yeah, and more serialized. And what's wild is, you even when you got to the series finale, it wasn't really... Uh, until he jumped into Al's body... They tried to fix Al's life, that jump. Even that really didn't have anything to do outside of just the individual jumps. That's the only time it really did any, like, character building for characters we actually saw. Right, right. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, so it's, uh, I don't know, it's rife for uh, uh, for exploration. Can't wait. I love Quantum Leap. Always have. Uh, go ahead. Nothing. All right. We've got, uh, do you hear about this, Brad? Uh, 
Uh, Fast and the Furious 10 has lost its director. Fast 10, your seatbelt? Your seatbelts. Oh, my gosh. Come on. I mean, is is Vin Diesel just going to direct this thing himself? Is that what should happen? He could do it. I think think he could, yeah. Uh, But, yeah, so Justin Lin, who directed like four of these movies and is the executive producer, uh, has gone the way of uh, The Rock. Uh, He's sick of Vin Diesel's shit as well. (laughs) Wow. So. All right, and who? Oh, and uh, and Brie Larson joining the cast, right? I mean, this is going to be. Yeah. Uh, this should probably be. This should kill the franchise. Hopefully, we can only hope. <laughs> well, what's wild is we've got two. You know, they're going to do it back to back. They're going to do Endgame. They're going to do uh, ten and eleven. Ugh. Film them together, and it'll be a, a continuation. But uh, yeah, we make it. Who the hell knows? They may get wrapped up in one movie just because everybody's sick. Everybody's sick of that shit. Yeah, that could happen. <clears throat> and based off of what uh, people were saying when when all this started, <clears throat> when rumors started going around about Lynn, um, Jeff and Lynn leaving it all, it was that Vin Diesel's out of shape. He's showing up late and he doesn't know his lines. And uh, Justin Lynn, the quote was. Uh, even though he was he was set to make, I think, like $20 million, Justin Lin was, because he's a producer <laughs> right. and director and everything else. Right. He said this movie's not worth his, his <laughs> Not sanity. worth $20 million. It's not I mean, worth $20 million. Is that? that is right. insane. Yeah. I'll give up $20 million just not to have to deal with <laughs> Vin, 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 Diesel. Deal with Vin Diesel. I mean, that's, that's something right there. Yeah. That is something, yeah. yeah. So, PMR Fox. Nothing. No. He's refilling. Nothing. No, that's it. Hey, uh, we've got... Oh, but, I was just going to say, PMR is probably more excited as far as news goes and trailer news of Cobra Kai. We've got a couple of trailers out there uh, since the last time we spoke, and Cobra Kai's got to be on the top of your list, right, PMR? Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. That trailer was pretty good for a brief little... I mean, not only did we get the trailer, but we also... it's. Jumped up three months. It's getting September, <clears throat> January. So, give the people what they want. More Cobra Kai. Well, you know Netflix is hurting, so I think they're like, oh, get that shit out there now. Yeah, when they lost two, what is it, two hundred million subscribers? Yeah, yeah. I think Netflix was like, we we gotta we gotta pump something up really quick, and I think that's why they brought. You know, we got that ready. Oh, get it in there. Get it because. We're losing people left and right. People, yeah, Cobra Kai is uh, going to save Netflix. How about that? Well, they've also announced Netflix is going to do the uh, the commercial based. So what's going to happen is you're going to get a new tier. Like the tier that we're all on right now, we're going to have to start sitting through commercials. And if you want to avoid commercials, it's going to be another five bucks a month. But, I mean. That's tough. That's a tough one to swallow. Yeah. That's a tough one. Yeah, I mean, I will pay it's less. Only 15 bucks a month. I, for Netflix, though, I would probably pay less, glad to pay less with ads. I don't think I would pay more with no ads, though. But I would. Right. I, I've watched such few things on Netflix nowadays. I'm like, yeah, I'll pay $5 less to keep it and I'll sit through a couple of ads. That's cool. It doesn't bother me. But see, that's kind of the. Uh... Are they going to actually go in and open a tier below where, where right, most right. subscribers are at now when they're already hurting? Yeah, yeah. they got to right. figure it out. Crunch so, those numbers. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's more than likely going to be like another price increase or you're going to have to sit through these commercials. Right. So they can't, they got to hold the line. 
Yeah, they can't they can't take any back steps as far as like uh, um, subscriptions or right. subscribers. And, and just real quick, while we're on Netflix, I'll try to maybe we'll talk about it in uh, in uh, episodes to come. Here, has anybody watched the Mike Myers, uh, the Pentumferent or Pentamerant on Netflix? That shit tried to start when I finished Ozark. Yeah, <laughs> I could not back out of the Netflix app fast enough. It's it's horrible, but I'm kind of liking it because it's so bad, sort of. I mean, it's not good in any means, but it's 30, you know me, it's 30 minutes and you don't really have to pay attention to it, so it's got me. What do you mean? Are the, each episode's 30 minutes? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I mean, it's a, yeah, it, it, it's kind of, it, maybe it's a good premise. I don't even know what the premise is. We don't have to get into it now, but you mentioned Netflix, and that popped into my head. There you go. There you go. Um, a couple other things. We've, uh, they've announced that, I think we made it to this last time, that Picard Season 3 is going to be all uh, next generation, yeah, a next generation story. Go ahead. I was going to say, it's already been filmed and ready to go, actually. Yeah, it was filmed like, you know, on the sly. But uh I guess it's because, you know, Sir Patrick Stewart, <laughs> the guy's ninety. So uh he uh they've already filmed it and they've already announced that I guess the the primary characters that have been in season one and two are gone. Like I guess they realize nobody gives a shit about these people. <laughs> so um Allison Pill's gone, the guy that played the Romulan's gone. I think uh that one of the other Starfleet, one of the Starfleet people, other Starfleet people is gone. Rios is gone. Rios was actually yeah. the only one that was, and we'll talk about this, on, you know, when we do our other podcast, but yeah, Rios was a good character, but the rest of them sucked. And, uh, last sort of story we got, this, this is, this is a real kick in the nuts for PMR. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Kevin Feige has said that Endgame was the, was definitively the final Avengers movie. You know, it's been a shit week. This continues to be a shit week. So, fucking kept in fight. You know, I, I just don't get <laughs> your, your whole, I mean, that's what, that's what you group these people together for and you group them together and you make the big film and that's what everybody gets excited about. And I just, I guess they're not going to do that now. I mean, I guess it's well, hard to do that. Or do they just, again, I don't think they're doing this. They certainly don't seem to have any kind of grand scheme plan or anything like that. But it's like, okay, well, maybe, yeah, that's cool. Forget about the Avengers for a while. But you got to be leading up to Fantastic Four or X-Men. And th- th- those are your new Avengers because those those bo- both of those families are big enough. They're not necessarily a giant team type thing. But the families are big enough to where you could do some broad storytelling across a, multiple movies, right? That's true. But the problem with both of those are is Fantastic Four is a family, and X Men are basically brought together as a, you know, they're they're mutants, so they, they have that in common. So you don't have a. It's not like a team where you have the individual heroes come together. Right. Right. No, you're right. So, and that's what was so successful about the Marvel Universe. You know, you had. You brought each individual character, and then you brought them together into this team. And, you know, I think everybody's kind of hoping to have Moon Knight, you know, in the team. And Spider-Man and have all these other characters, Shang-Chi, come in. 
and have all, you know, maybe an eternal character, have all them come in and form a new group of Avengers, like the Avengers has always done in the comics, right. you know. But I evidently, he said no, so whatever. Well, no. I mean, they they could do it and not be Avengers, right? Right. right. They, could do Midnight, they could do Midnight Suns, right? And it and it be Moon Knight and all those mystical Moon Knight, Doctor Strange, Ghost Rider, Wolverine was in Midnight Suns, right? But or or just not, not worry about building a team, but just have you know build toward the, uh, the secret wars or the contest of champions or well, you know one of these a big event that has. You know, some Avengers, some uh, uh, Defenders, some X-Men, some, fan, you know, whatever type stuff. A big Marvel I, movie. And I think that's what their their thesis is with the Doctor Strange. And we'll get into it in the review is uh, in the, the Secret Wars, the, la- the last Secret Wars they did in 2015, it was, it was the incursion. It was the multiple realities collapsing on each other. And I think this is what they're leading to as the big bad thing that's going to happen in phase four is it occurred multiverses are all going to collapse on each other. And and hopefully introduce some better characters. Yeah. And here's, there's something, uh, there will be stories about this, what's been happening the past, since the, all of phase four, there, uh, phase four, is good. I when Miss Marvel hits and and just like flops like a sack of bricks. And like, Miss Marvel I, is going to be a TV show or a movie? It's going to be a TV show. Okay, like no one is excited for Miss Marvel, and in fact, people are pissed about it. People that are Miss Marvel fans are super pissed because they changed her power set. Right? So you got people that were never excited about the character to begin with. Then you got the hardcore fans that are completely pissed off. Because of what you did with the character. Um, but all of Phase 4 has been so weak and so kind of like shoddily thrown together. And we talked about this after we watched, you know, Doctor Strange. The, you've got the TV shows, which you can get up and running faster. But because the production on the movies takes so long, the TV shows can't really have any punch because they may want to completely they change it when anything. it gets to the yeah. movie, right? So their hands are tied. Um, one, and they've got slow, lower budgets. So it's like it doesn't uh, – that's why they're not landing. That's why the TV shows are, are kind of a mixed bag and not landing. And the one show that had the most or, uh, effect on the universe so far has been What If, right? <laughs> so, Let's not get into uh, that again. Oh, God, I hate What If. But um, here's the thing, too, is do you guys know when uh, – think about this. We were talking about, you know, you got to get X-Men off the ground. You got to get Fantastic Four off the ground, right? Well, and we'll talk about, you know, there's a little bit of movement on Fantastic Four, but there's been no casting. There's no directors hired for either of these things. Well, uh, well Fantastic Four lost its director, right? Uh, there's no director or any sort of like um, czar been put in place for X-Men, right. which X-Men you would need like your own, yeah. right? Um, none of that's taken place. Fantastic Four is taking one step forward, one step back. Do you guys know when Disney bought Fox? About seven years ago? Six? I was going to say six. March 30th, 2019. It's been three years. It's been three years, and we have no movement on X-Men. No announcements on X-Men. 
no director hired for X-Men, no casting has been made, nothing for X-Men. So you've got, you know, if great. If you don't want to do the adventures again, fine. But you've got to have something. Got to do something big, yeah. Well, why yeah. the hell would they still be sleeping on Wolverine at this point? Right. Well, I uh, think maybe they aren't, right? I think mm. I concentrated on the multiverse stuff, but they're just, they're, and that's going to lead into the X-Men. That's the way they're going to introduce them into the MCU is through the multiverse incursion thing is what I believe. It's, but it's a long time to wait. And yeah. here's the thing, too. You've got um, uh, Marvel has changed their, uh, and I think this is because of Ike Perlmutter, Ike Perlmutter being gone, right? I, the beginning of Marvel was you hired, you didn't necessarily, you didn't stunt cast, you didn't hire a movie star, you hired the best the best actor for that particular role. And uh, there was a lot of unknowns or a lot of people that were kind of, well, like Chris Pratt, Robert Downey right, right. Jr., right? Like yeah. they were, they were, you know, $20 million actors. Um, and now we flipped. Yeah. Where completely. it's all stunt casting now. Yeah. Everything's stunt casting. And it's just, I mean, is it laziness? Is, is it Feige's, uh, everybody wants a piece Stanley? of it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's, about Spy, you know, he's going on Stan Lee. You know, I mean, there's a point where Stan Lee's like, I'm not writing comics anymore. I'm just, I'm a celebrity. I'm, I'm right. a mascot. You know, and so uh, is 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 Feige getting high on his own stash? Yeah. I mean, what I mean, trying to nail Charlize Theron. Yeah, I mean, I'd do it too. I'd hire. Her. Yeah, yeah. There's. Uh, I mean, this phase has been pretty pretty rough. And uh, I mean, are we gonna have to wait? If they announce today, X Men today, it's still we're not seeing that years. shit till twenty twenty five. Right. 2025 before we see that fucking movie. Yeah. I don't know. Again, we don't know. Maybe they are, maybe they have things going on in the background. We just don't know about Mm. it. But tell you what, though, we do, I do want to make sure that we have plenty of time for Dr. Strange to to talk about that. Lots of questions uh, to be answered on that. Um, Do we want to, uh, do you have any other highlights on the news there? Nope, that was it. All right. Uh, do we do we want to take a visit to the place we don't want to go to the in memoriam? Do we want to touch? On I don't that? know. If PMR's ready. Uh, he's not ready. He's not ready yet. We can't talk about it. This whole Naomi Judge Judd thing has hit him a little bit too hard. I think he can't. All right. All right. So forgetting. About- Forgetting about the memorial is is still in denial. I'm not even so sure where look, PMR is anymore. I think he's got the. Uh, I think he's got his camera pointed at the sun or something. I'm not really sure what he's looking. Oh, uh, there he is. There he is. There's I his, think he was just curled up in the fetal position. There's this beautiful little smile. Yeah. All right. So let's just go to the movies. Fuck this. All right, as we've already let on, uh, two-thirds of us have seen Doctor Strange's Multiverse of Madness. I kind of refused to, and uh, after reading some things about it uh, leading up to the release and then hearing yours review, I'm okay with waiting another uh, 45 days and watching it on Disney+. Plus. 
PMR, what do you think about this movie here? I like it. I don't know. I mean, you, know, you can pick it apart. You can pick, you can pick it apart. You can pick it apart. You can pick any movie apart. But I, I, I was entertained by it. I, I thought that the the direction they went was was really good. And uh, I love it. Direction was good. Acting was good. Story was good. Tell us a little. Give us a quick synopsis of the story there, PMR. Here's a story. Um, Doctor Strange is uh, still being Doctor Strange stuff, and mm-hmm. <laughs> perfect so far. <laughs> Are you reading this off of uh, Wikipedia? This sounds. This is spot on. As the movie starts, we see America Chavez. She's uh, her and her dimensions. Her her realities. Doctor Strange are being chased by a monster. Okay, so, so hold on. America Chavez is not from our Earth. She's on another Earth. From another Earth. Okay. And her special power is that she can jump between multiverses. Uh, oh, so great power. So her and her Doctor Strange are trying to get the Book of Bashanti. And correct me if I'm wrong on any of this, Brian, but they're trying to get the Book of Bashanti, and they're being chased by a monster, her Doctor Which, Strange kind of, he doesn't really betray her, but he knows that if this monster gets to her, he will use her powers to, to go to the different realities uh-huh. himself. Okay. So, he, so he's pretty much going to sacrifice her. In the end, he kind of, he dies himself, but they all get sucked into to our Doctor Strange's reality. Okay. Now, America Chavez, the dead Doctor Strange, and this monster is in our reality. Um, so, long story short, he kind of sees that, okay, I'm going to need some help on this, so he goes to Wanda, the Scarlet Witch. Ah. And as he's, and this is one thing I really liked about the film, and this is like the first you know, the first act, because I didn't think they were going to do it like this. But as he's talking to her, he realizes, wait a minute, oh, shit, she's the bad guy. Ah. She's the one that controlled that monster to chase them. Ah, okay. So what I thought was interesting and I I liked was the fact that I thought this movie, she was going to be like, the good guy, the good guy, the good guy. All of a sudden, she's the bad guy in the third act. But it was Yeah, normally it's a third act reveal. Yeah. Right. And this time they just went straight for it. Like, okay, she's the bad guy. And when I say she's the bad guy, she was pretty goddamn bad. I mean, she was killing people left and right. She attacked their little uh, magician's cave or whatever the fuck it's called. And, uh, I mean, just killing people. Mean, it's the magician's cave. I just Wikipedia it. It's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, magician's cave. Uh, so, so... <laughs> <laughs> so he meets up with Wanda and decides that oh my gosh she's the evil doer here, and yeah, yeah. horror ensues. Yeah, and she immediately you know after that he he tries to go and warn everybody and you know she immediately attacks and and, and that's how it is. I mean it kind of turns into this you know she's they're trying to keep her at bay and and she's really I mean she's really powerful and she's. Killing people left. And what do we do? We know what her goal. What's her objective here? Why is she the bad guy? Her objective. 
is she's trying to <laughs> in WandaVision show. She, oh, okay. She had the kids and she lost the kids because they were of her imagination of her, her, you know, she can warp reality and she made the kids. All right. So, lost them in this show. Well, at the end of the show, I mean, everybody's like, oh, you know, at the end of the show, she redeemed herself for imprisoning that town. But at the very end of the show, you see that she's taken on the Dark Home, which is another book of magic, but it's an evil book of magic. You see that she's reading it, and she's hearing the kids. So, you know, there's something there. You know, that gotcha. she's not... So that's where it kind of picks up off. It picks up pretty good, actually. And she's trying to find her kids in another multiverse. Uh-huh. Okay. With her kids. And she don't care. She's just losing her mind because and that's another thing. Everybody's like, oh, she's she's changed. She's evil now. You know, she wouldn't have changed like that just for her kids. Well, they, they, she's been possessed by the dark hole. Uh-huh. I mean, she, she took over the dark hole to, to find the kids, but it's now, now kind of possessed her. And yeah, she's she's pretty evil now. So I kind of liked it the fact that, and I said this before when we talked about it, was you know all the uh, <clears throat> two X Men movies centered on like Jean Grey becoming Dark Phoenix, and it was just like in like the first ten minutes of the movie she's Dark Phoenix, and with very little explanation as to why. This yeah, Wanda got to Dark Phoenix. Wanda became the Dark Phoenix way faster. No, I don't. No, I'm, I'm just gonna say the opposite because if you you got to take into account of what's happened with Wanda before, and I and I'm talking about way back to Infinity War when she literally had to kill the Vision herself to and sacrifice him, right. Thanos from getting that ring, and then then that didn't take. Then she lost her kids in WandaVision. So it's been, and not even to mention Civil War when she accidentally killed those people, and everybody hates her for it. So and, and don't forget Quicksilver. You kind of and, lost I mean, over Quicksilver there. Yeah, Age of Ultron. So it's slowly it's built up, and, and this is the kind of the genius of Marvel's movies like this. It is slowly built up for all these movies, and so to me, her turning bad and doing all this shit. I mean, if you kind of look at her life for. Trajectory from trajectory trajectory <laughs> from the first movie Should have let that one go, Brian. all the way till this movie. It's been a shit show. It has She's been. Well, what? so and uh, the Podmen do want to remind everyone that May is Mental uh, Awareness Month, Mental Health Awareness Month. So there you go, Wanda. We hope you find I mean, some help out there. And granted, it's not you know. Superman and Batman realizing their mom has the same name, but you know it's kind of genius. It's not that genius, but you know it is. Uh, it does. Uh, uh, you have to give credit that they built on the character, right? And, and then I mean, and even even if you look at how bad she went, she went from in WandaVision, yeah, she possessed the whole town, right? That's the <laughs> goddamn. But she stepped it up. I mean, now she's fucking killing people. She's so, killing people left and right. All right. Brian, I mean, you, uh, this is the best uh, review I think Podman Ron has ever given here. Uh, Jesus Christ. I, I, and here's the thing. I sat next to this man during the movie. <laughs> you saw the same movie he did? I saw the same movie. Now, okay. I don't know what he has seen since we did, saw that movie did together. You, did you hear but him this snoring? This is not... 
Was he? Uh, did he fall asleep no, at all? I heard him. I heard him chuckling <laughs> numerous times at no, the absurdity I, of this movie. I really enjoyed this movie. I actually enjoyed it a more than I did Doctor Strange the first one, and B a lot of the other Marvel movies. And more. Than right, I, let, let me let me give a little counterpoint, Brad. Oh, uh, please quick. do. Yes. So. To what PMR's point, what I was saying earlier about she got to Dark Phoenix much faster was I wasn't really debating how long it took to turn bad. I was basically saying Wanda is just Dark Phoenix. They even made the Scarlet Witch a an entity that uh, to kind of tease that she was possessed oh, by okay. it. Yeah, right, so essentially, you know, it's the Phoenix entity and the Scarlet Witch, uh, Jean Grey, Wanda. They're just treading on established storylines from the Marvel Universe. They're just pulling it over. And and I th- uh, somebody posted this, and I, do- I was like, holy shit, like when I read it, this whole storyline is kind of a retread of the Shang-Chi movie. Shang-Chi, uh, his dad was trying to get to that dimension because right. he was convinced his wife was on the other side. Yeah, He was being tricked into opening that, that portal to the other universe because he thought his wife was inside it and going to release that, right? Going to release that entity, that evil entity, right? Right. So there's, there's. That's, that's kind of a stretch, but okay. But All but right. PMR loved Shang Chi, so maybe this does make sense. So uh, <laughs> he's a sucker for these uh, finding lost love portals uh, movies. And then if you think this is the third time we've been told the Dark Phoenix saga, <laughs> right? We had the Dark Phoenix saga. He's both X-Men and now Wanda. So is it really the House of Ideas anymore? I don't know. Ouch. I don't know. Um, I mean, it beats, you know, some of the other shit that's gone on. I mean, I, I like this. I mean, this is a, a progression of a character. I mean, it's like a heroic character who is turned bad. And, and I, actually, you haven't really seen this in the MCU. I mean, yeah, you've seen it in the comic books, but... In the MCU itself, the every you know the you know everything since Iron Man, the twenty eight movies that they've had, you've never seen one of the the heroes turn bad like this. Well, well when Jean Grey dissolves no, no, Professor X into dust, no, I said the MCU. That's before. That's before. Uh, All right. So so far, so far in this spoiler filled edition uh, review of Doctor Strange. All you two have talked about is Scarlet Witch. I mean, <laughs> what happened to Doctor Strange here, guys? Come on. He's, the... He's just as boring as ever. <laughs> All right. Well, let's cut to the chase here. Uh, the big reveal of the Illuminati. Let's talk. Let's get into the Illuminati here. Um, well, that's, uh, well that's, yeah, that's, that's not a good thing. That's, <laughs> well, uh-oh. Things have turned sour here in this universe for PMR. No, no, no. I mean, it was... They screwed some shit up. Like, they they really... uh, But whether it's the trailer, releasing too much in the trailer, which Feige has said he's not happy about, like, how much got released in the trailers. Uh, Whether it's that, or how they took what should have been, like, a, you know, uh, the most buzzy part of this movie and basically shit on it. Now, you know, after I'm on that. So. so, so basically, we uh, Doctor Strange goes. He's in a different universe. He 
meets the Illuminati. Who are who are they? They are Captain Britain or Captain Carter, uh, mm-hmm. Captain Marvel, who is really uh, what's her face? The it's the Romanica from right. Uh, uh, yeah, not Monica. Monica Rambo version. No, her mother. Her mother. Yeah, version. Okay. yeah, yeah. Not See, Monica. Right. Monica's mother. All right. Uh, Reed Richards, uh, Black Bolt, Reed. and uh, Professor X. Right? Are those the? Is that all of them? And Baron Mordo, because okay. Doctor Strange and their universe was dead. Which most of that tracks in um, the actual uh, comic. It's, um, you had, uh, Iron Man? Shit. Iron, uh, no, because Iron Man was, was Iron Man in it? I thought shit. it was like yeah, Iron um, Man, Namor, Black Namor. Panther, the Doctor was Strange. Namor yeah. and Black Panther, yeah. So it was a little different. Yeah. But, I mean, switching it out makes sense. I don't yeah. really take All makes sense. issue with, with, with who they pick, especially, you know, considering all the time, uh, there's a lot uh, and this and this is part of the problem. There's a lot of fan base that loves Captain Carter, right? Uh, everybody they love does. Peggy Carter. They, there was there was all those those movements to get the show uncanceled or put on Hulu or whatever. When Disney Plus launched, everybody was like, "Please bring back Captain Carter or Peggy Carter." Like they, and then finally, finally, in What If, the first episode of What If, you get. This really strong Peggy Carter story where she gets the super soldier serum and she be- she becomes Captain Carter. I don't know why. I still don't know why they didn't call her Captain Britain. Yeah. Still <laughs> fucking weird to me. But um and now she debuts. So we finally get Haley. Finally uh, giving the fanboys what they want, right? It's fan service. Total fan and, service. And uh uh Jim as uh as, yep. uh what's his face? Reed Richards. That's total yeah. fan service, right? Total fan service. I mean, that's been fan casting for years. Right. That they wanted John Krasinski as Reed Richards, right? And, Ever since and Black kinda, Bolt, the guy who played Bat- Black Bolt from the Inhumans that no one knew about. No one wanted that, but they gave it to us anyway. <laughs> they gave us at least they, they gave us an ending to that. So I guess they brought in and said, "Yeah, it was important." And here's this character again. And right. so at least you're getting kind of an ending to Inhumans, <laughs> a show you didn't right? know about. Yeah. And then they bring out Professor X in his X-Men animated TV series from the 90s, hover, Hovering yellow, Wheelchair. Yellow Hover Wheelchair, yeah. And he does the whole, you know, mind reading, and it does the, the ripples, just like out of the cartoon, and it even plays the cartoon theme song when he comes out. So that whole vi- thing, other than poor Captain Marvel, the whole thing is fan service. The whole thing is Total like, this is like... a. Fanboy's dream come true. So these characters are here to stay, right? You would think. <laughs> and with and they are summarily killed. First, they their whole scene is spent telling Doctor Strange what an asshole he is and why they don't believe him. To only be interrupted by Wanda killing her way through the complex, and they have to go leave to fight Wanda. And Wanda murders and one by one, one she one kills them. them all. Wow. So how how much screen time did all this build up to? I mean, were they on there for five minutes total? You think? Maybe ten. Maybe ten. Okay. All right. 
Uh, PMR, what do you think about that? That they this was again, this is delivering exactly what everybody wanted. Everybody wanted Jim Halpert as Reed Richards, and then they kill him off in ten minutes. What, how do you feel about that? Anything? Uh, it, like Brian said, it was it was pretty pretty poorly done. I, and I think I think this was the biggest misstep of the movie. And I, I know why they did it. You know, they were trying to go with a horror thing. You know. Because as soon as all that happens, that's when you get the scene where Wanda's got it. It looks like blood, but it's motor oil because she's you know fighting Ultron. So, but she looks like something out of a horror movie, and she's got this limp going. And and it, I mean, it's it's really kind of cheesy, but it was like the ring. It was like they were trying to go for the ring. Oh, okay. She like staggered through the complex. Right. Right. Okay. But, but like Brian said, you know, you introduce these really cool characters. You finally see Jim from the office playing, uh, John Krasinski playing Reed Richards, like everybody's been talking about for three years now. Yeah. And then you see Peggy Carter. She looked really freaking cool, by the way. I mean, she, I mean, she, they did a great job with the costume, the shield. She looked fantastic. Even Anson Mount coming back as Inhumans as Black Bolt. His costume looked dead on for the comic. Everything looks really fucking cool. Got done, dragged out old Professor Xavier. Old, <laughs> dragged uh, that old fart out. Patrick Stewart <laughs> out in this wheelchair that's made from the, you know, it looks just like it did in the cartoon. Right. Did the little cartoon theme. Did the little mind thing. Everything was fucking cool. And it's like, oh, this is great. And they fucking wiped them out in like 10 minutes. So and so what was, is that? Is that a fuck you so to what, people or what? So I, I kind of. Like Brian said, you know, when we talked about it, is now when you see John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic, you can't take him really that serious because he's, it's kind of like, oh, well, he was kind of lame there and he got his ass kicked and his head popped. Like <laughs> yeah, see, that's, that's the other thing is, is it's like, okay, they killed him. All right. But you also have to consider how they killed him. Yeah. Right. So, so Reed, who's the leader of the Illuminati, I assume, um, is talking to Wanda and telling her, you know, to, you know, power down, you know, stop, we're going to stop you, whatever. Uh, and he goes, uh, well, Black Bolt, he can just kill you with a word. And so she takes his mouth away and then he tries to scream and blows his, you know, a hole in his head, in his own head. <laughs> right. So Black Bolt pumped immediately. It's like, Reed. <clears throat> well, I was going to say, it's like, Reed, you might not want to tell. <laughs> <laughs> Spoil the plan. You know, she won't, you know, kill him because of how, you know, it was stupid. Don't telegraph what, well, he right there, he can kill you with his voice. Oh, really? What voice? <laughs> so then Reed is killed because she has this little, uh, you know, conversation, you know, this little sidebar with Reed about, you know, having kids and being a parent and, well, at least there'll be somebody to take care of your kids. And then she basically turns him into spaghetti. He just, like, falls apart. Like, hmm. uh, and, when, and, and, like, slowly, like, unravels. Okay. And when it gets to his head, it pops like a balloon. She, yeah, because she loves popping balloons. <laughs> it, it made the balloon pop sound. Weird. Because like, remember, because he's, he's, it's like he's Mr. He's plastic. I guess so. He's, he's rubber. He's rubber. So, of course, when he dies, it pop like a balloon. It, yeah, that makes sense, I guess. And, Oh my god! So Reed, he never he never threw a punch. He (laughs) He never never stretched. He never stretched. (laughs) 
He just turned into a puddle of goo and then, and then his brain popped. Um, so then at this point, uh, both Captain Marvel and Captain Carter realize, you know, shit's real. So, uh, Captain Carter, or Captain Marvel, uh, tries to fly at her and, and she, they, they get this whole like, you know, force. Right. They don't really explain what's happening. She gets thrown into a statue and the statue collapses on her. That's it. That's all it took. <laughs> remembering, That's it. Re- yeah, remembering how, how they overpowered Captain Marvel in Endgame, where right. she was, you know, gonna completely murder Thanos. Water just throws her into a statue and the statue crushes her. And I'm like, oh my god. And then, but then it's like, oh, well, now we're gonna get Captain Carter versus Wanda. And yeah, you know, well, Captain Carter's probably not gonna win, but this is her chance. This is Haley Atwell's chance to actually be a superhero in a Marvel movie. Right. They fight for 30 seconds. Uh, she throws the shield at Wanda. Wanda catches it with her powers. And, you know, she does some backflips and stuff. And Wanda <laughs> says something, and Captain Carter, and she says, are you getting tired yet? And Captain Carter goes, I could do this all day. To which Wanda throws the shield back, and Captain Carter never even tries to catch it. Uh, other than maybe with her abs. Or move, or move out of the way. Or move out of the way. <laughs> it slices her in half. Wow. And she, just like Mortal Kombat, just cuts her, <laughs> Finish her. in half. And she's, and she's dead. So you've got all of this goodwill coming into these characters. And then, oh, and we haven't got to Professor X yet. And they just kill him immediately. Now, this whole time, Professor X is trying to, he's telling uh, Doctor Strange, hey, look. They didn't believe you. They all think you're an asshole, but I think you're a pretty good dude. <laughs> so I think we should do what you're saying. Right? Okay. And then he goes, oh, wait, everybody else is dead. Let me go. Let me see what I can do. get murdered as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. To which. Good. No, I was going to say, you're right. It's so stupid. I mean, it's like, what the hell, man? Yeah. So, so, um, <laughs> uh, Professor X reels out there and he decides he's going to invade Wanda's mind. And it's, it's, it's really weird. It's like they were trying to invoke the whole Pennywise thing because she's in this hole. And I guess it's supposed to be the rubble of where her and Pietro were buried under their apartment for those days. Oh, okay. But she's like sticking out of a hole in the ground and it looks like a, it looks like a sewer, you know? Hmm. So she's, she's, so I, I think they were trying to kind of like get you to make comparisons to her and Pennywise. Um, and uh uh Patrick Stewart realizes that um uh she's while he's talking to the uh the Wanda that's cuz this isn't Wanda from our universe this is Wanda has possessed a Wanda from the Illuminati's universe she's jumped into oh, her mind. okay so while he's talking to the Wanda from that Illuminati universe the evil Wanda sneaking up behind him and like well you think she snapped his neck and I guess in the in in the reality, he just spins his head like his head's like his neck snaps and falls over. But online, people slowed it down, and it shows that she actually rips his head in two. Wow! In the astral plane, she rips his head in two, but it's so quick you can't see it, and then it cuts back to the real world, and he just falls over. But yeah, his head is like his jaw is disconnected off. from the from the top of his head and just ripped off again. A Mortal Kombat fatality. So. Now Professor X is dead. Um, and 
Yeah, all of this fan service, all these things people these things people have asked for for years and years and years and years and years, and they just shit on them. I was glad that we didn't get Iron Man. I was glad that we didn't get Hugh Jackman Wolverine. Yeah, right. Because if that's all they're going to do with it, I don't I don't want to see it. So so let me ask you this: you know, in the uh, trailers leading up, where it shows. I can't remember, but Doctor Strange, you know, falling through stuff and shards of the universe and all that stuff. Was that addressed? You know, there was so much uh, conjecture about, oh, my God, we're going to see Into the Spider-Verse. Like, Doctor Strange is going to visit an animated universe and all that. Was this really the only time we saw a multiverse, so to speak? You know what I mean? Yeah, he fell through a multiverse. And so you saw him go from, like, that cube... Thing, right, right. Uh, he turned into like paint. It was like just colors. Right. And then they passed through, and it was um, uh, it was a cartoon universe for a second, but it was like uh, a Cronenberg cartoon universe. <laughs> you know, it was like retroscoped. Yeah. It was like retroscoped. Yeah, okay. Um, and then uh, it wasn't. It was not. You know, but no, no other universe. Easter eggs were necessarily. Like the Illuminati was where they blasted all their Easter eggs. There, yeah. there wasn't yeah, like blast all their Easter eggs. Minor there. glimpses or anything like that. Then, um, uh, I'd be remiss if there was references to other universes, um, because in the Illuminati universe, you see um, uh, Christine Palmer works for the Baxter Foundation, which mm-hmm. the Baxter Foundation is name checked before you see the Illuminati. And that's basically the name of uh, where the Illuminati are at, is the Baxter Foundation. Oh, okay. And uh, she works for the Baxter Foundation, and, and when um, Doctor Strange and America Chavez come to in the Illuminati universe, they're in these pods. And she's, you know, it's, it's a lot of exposition. But she goes, you know, you're in the pod because, you know, you're from a different Earth. The electromagnetic, you know, radiation could be dangerous to us because you're from a different universe. Uh, you're in there for our protection, blah, 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 blah. She goes on to explain the multiverse. And this was, again, this is one of those, it took me completely out of the fucking movie when mm. she did this, because it defies logic. She said, uh, well, we know, we've mapped the multiverse, and we know that you're from Earth 6, no, 616, right? Which, the MCU is not 616. 616 is the comic book universe. The MCU has its own designation, right? So that's kind of a fuck-up right there. But she goes, you're in in universe 616, um, and we're in universe 838, right? Which which she just said that they mapped the multiverse, right? Two things. If you are the one that discovers and maps the the multiverse... Why Why wouldn't you make your own universe number one? Or at least somewhere in the top ten, right? <laughs> top ten. <laughs> not <What>? after. <laughs> yeah, not after. And so they got all the way to 837 and realized, hey, hey wait, we haven't, we haven't we, numbered our own What universe. do we do with ours? You know what? I never thought about that. <laughs> we could do zero. Yeah, or, or zero. we could do 838. Yeah, just, you know what? Stick with 838. That's catchy. People will remember it. That's easy. So, so bizarre. It, it's, it's, it, I liken it to the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. story or the, where uh, Agent May was, they called her in when, I, when all else was lost. You know, she was like the Hail Mary. And so they were calling in the Calvary. 
They weren't calling. <laughs> they weren't calling it a mayday. No, right. Her name was May. <laughs> they they're it. calling in the cavalry. It's like it's right there. It's right there. How, how, who the hell is writing this shit? So, okay. but yeah. So, uh, so big disappointments there. Let's let's talk just a little bit about Sam Raimi and the horror elements of this, which you touched on a little bit with the, the gruesome deaths of the Illuminati there. Uh, overall, what what did you think of Sam Raimi when he wasn't killing off these characters? Well, I think you know I know why they got you know Sam Raimi with the, with the horror aspect of it, but I think it would have been a stronger movie. And to Brian's point with the Illuminati, and I think that this is the weakest point, is if you go back to, like, Thor Ragnarok, when, you know, you have Thor, and then Loki joins them, and then you have, what was that, what was that other, um, you have Valkyrie and Korg? Yeah. Is it Korg? Mm-hmm. Yes, Korg. So, he meets, even though it's a Thor movie, he meets these other characters, and they all fight at the end. And it you know, so now you've got four new characters in the Marvel Universe. If they would have done something with these characters like that, right. I would much rather see at the end Doctor Strange defeat Wanda with these other characters, and then you flesh out, no, not right, flesh right. out too much, but, you know, you see them fighting for more than five minutes and then get murdered. You see them fighting for like 15, 20, 30 minutes. You know, you see Captain Carter. You see, you know, a, a good representation of Black Bolt, and then you really get to see Mr. Fantastic. And, uh, and that would have been kind of cool. That would have been a neat, like a little team up of its own, a multiverse, like an Avengers team. Right. Of the multi- but well, this was just stupid. I mean, it was just like, okay, y'all introduced it. And then when they, when they finally defeated Wanda, it was like, oh, that's how you did it. It would have been much cooler if you would have done it with the help of all these other people. But, Well, and here's the thing, too, is none of them got their superhero moment. No. Right? I mean, think about the, like, phase one, two, and three. Think about Endgame, right? All the, like, cheers and cartwheels people were doing. Everybody got their moment. Right. You know what I mean? Sam got his moment. Wanda got her moment. Uh, Like, uh, uh, the um, uh, Black Panther, what's her name? His bodyguard. Uh, everybody, yeah. everybody got their moment. They didn't get five minutes of screen time, but everybody got their moment. Nobody got their moment in this movie. Mm. Everybody you introduced got looks like a complete fucking total idiot. Yeah. They look completely inept. They're uh, like it. They and to the point where who wants to see? We said this earlier. John Krasinski reprised his role as Reed Richards. When he looked like a complete and utter doofus in this movie. So, so do you think that they're going to? Again, we talked about this. They, they got to do something with X Men. Got to do something with Fantastic Four. Are they going to bring back Krasinski as as this as Earth six one six Reed Richards? Who, I'm thinking they won't. Or they're just going to recast as uh, a younger uh, Asian actor, female maybe. <laughs> I'm thinking there, I'm thinking we may not get, I think this may be just the, okay, you asked for him, you got him, we have no intentions of using him again. I think, I think when we get a Fantastic Four, it's going to be, uh, I, I think we're going to get somebody different in the role. So again, kind um, of a, an FU defense, it feels like. 
that also could have been, you know, it's it's kind of suspect about when, um, oh man, what the hell's his name? The uh, uh, the guy that directed the three Spider-Man movies quit Fantastic Four, right? He quit Fantastic Four in the past couple weeks before Doctor Strange um, uh, was set to release, and they and they cited you know superhero burnout. Uh, it could have very well been that he's planning on uh, John Krasinski being his Reed Richards and realized, wait, it's tainted now. Maybe or, yeah. there was never a plan to use him as Reed Richards, and I got to go find somebody else entirely, right? So I, I don't know. There's there's something bizarre about the whole thing. Um, I, I don't see. I don't understand the logic of why they why they did what they did, and I don't see how they thought. Oh yeah, like this is what people are going to want to see. Knowing that Doctor Strange, Benedict Cumberbatch is a great actor. They suck the <laughs> life out of him for this part. Yeah. Well, the part, the, the problem with Benedict Cumberbatch is it's like they they said, okay, we need you to be the smart ass Tony Stark. Where Robert Downey Jr. was able to pull that off and be likable, Benedict Cumberbatch is not likable. Doing well, they're they're saying we want you to be the the likable smart ass. But while you're putting on an, an American accent and you're British. Yeah, it's just not. It's not and, and you're wearing a wig. And you're wearing a wig. There's no reason. I've said this all along. There's no reason Stephen Strange could not have a British accent. <laughs> There's no reason. In fact, it would make it would kind of distinguish him. Right, right. From make him a little bit the different. The rest of yeah. the Marvel Universe. Absolutely. Just a little bit different. I don't know. Again, I don't know the logic of some of these freaking decisions. Um, but Brad, you had asked about the Sam Raimi effect yes. of this film. That was where this question started. I don't know how we got on that, that <laughs> tangent, but uh, here's the thing. It was almost like Sam Raimi pulled out. It's like Sam Raimi thought we, he overestimated how fond the general public is of Army of Darkness. Mm. Uh, and, and he pulled out all of these homages to Army of Darkness and Evil Dead that for the for yeah, no audience, yeah. it's, they're either not going to know them, or two, they look like you're watching a Three Stooges episode in the middle of the, an MCU yeah, movie. Yeah. I can you see know? that, yeah. So you've got uh, when they first uh, arrive on the Illuminati universe, that's when we get our um, uh, Bruce Campbell cameo, and he's running a hot dog cart, right? <laughs> and so he gets into a little tet a tet with uh, Doctor Strange and America Chavez, and so Strange puts a puts a hex on him to where he starts doing the whole poking himself in the eyes, punching himself in the jaw, really his own hair. Just oh my out gosh. of Army of Darkness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I, 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 I. Yeah, yeah. The exact same thing. Um, and so I mean, li literally, that was that was a, a ten minute scene in Army of Darkness, and here they got this guy Bruce Campbell doing it again, just chewing scenery in the middle of this movie. Like um, very bizarre. Very bizarre. They did the whole. Um, uh, you saw these shadow 
monsters that were witches or whatever. And they were, it was the Sam Raimi scream, just like when, uh, when, uh, right. you know, you did that low to the ground, fast camera move to the right. cabin. Yeah, yeah. You got those perspectives. You got this. It's, I'm, I'm sure it's the same voice actors made the same screams Probably. in this. So they used that audio again in this. I mean, there's so many like homages to the, uh, um, uh, his old movies. It's like, man, like those movies are. Yeah. 30 years old? Yeah, and they're, they're... 40 years old? Yeah, they don't belong here either. Not well, only that. Yeah. They just don't back belong. Then, yeah, yeah. Back then, that's from a different era of a movie. Like, like they, they don't... It almost didn't belong in Spider-Man. Right. The first Spider-Man movie. Or Spider-Man, Dr. Octopus, when the old tentacle thing. Yeah, and, yeah the nurses uh, the it, attack and all that, yeah. Yeah, it was pushing it then. In 2022... It, yeah. it, 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 it was jarring. Well, was you, jarring. you it, go from something like in-game to this, to, to something like that, and you're like, yeah, there's a big difference there. So so uh, what do you think? Is Sam Raimi should not be invited back into the Marvel Universe? Because yeah, everybody was excited, be. right? Everybody said this is the best thing that could ever happen, right? This is so cool. No, right. not so much. And so they're acting like Sam Raimi was the king of horror. Right. Sam Raimi was a guerrilla filmmaker in the 80s that made horror movies. She, and cheesy horror movies, not just horror cheesy movies. Cheesy horror movies. Kind of cheesy right, ones. Right. Yeah. Right. This is, it's not like you're hiring Stephen King for this thing. You well, know, or, or you're not. Well, I think he had to, uh, he was able to do both. He did the horror stuff and he did, you know, Spider-Man. Uh, you know, the. Uh, right. The fire Spider-Man stuff. So I think they. They thought he had his chops on both. And, you know, for the most part, most people do like this movie. I mean, it, but I hear with like the tropes, it's kind of old. It's like, oh, there's the Sam Raimi, there's Bruce Pickles, you know. Right. There's, you know, the the car that he puts in every movie. And there's the the Sam Raimi horror effect that every movie. And it's like, this movie, when, when I heard Sam Raimi was going to be cast, I really thought it was going to be more of a weird dimensional type movie, like the old Steve Ditko Doctor Strange stuff with the psychedelic colors and the, you know, nope. really yeah. weird. And then, then when I kept hearing it was going to be horror, I thought it was going to be, okay, okay, it's going to be more of a monster type thing. Well, this is like a really mismatch of Monster, superhero, multiverse—I don't know. That part's kind of all over the page. Well, and what about the climax, right? Where <sighs> Doctor Strange is stuck in another dimension, and he has to, like Wanda, possessed uh, her her version on the Illuminati universe. He has to go and possess the dead body. Oh, of the Doctor Strange that died at the very beginning of the movie oh, okay. to fight her on Earth 616, which, again, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it, it's Ash. It's the it's the evil Ash at the end of uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Army of Darkness. Yeah. You know? I, I mean, it's... There was... It's, it's, one thing, it's one thing if I'm a fan of your movies and I make a, an homage to your movie, 
It's another thing if you're the if you're just <laughs> making an homage to your to, to yourself. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I I like what I did. I'm a good guy. Yeah. It's really Fair weird. Enough. All right. Really weird. All right. The dead Doctor Strange. He looked. That was the worst makeup job. I mean, it's, it was straight out of Army of Darkness. And I and I and I'm taking this from another podcast. I heard their review, and it was kind of funny that every and, and Doctor Strange is doing this too. That every Sam Raimi dead guy talks like a pirate. Well, it's always <laughs> like their jaws. Yeah. There's something wrong with their jaw. Yeah. Even if you haven't been damaged in the jaw, like they all, yeah, they do this weird like jaw movement. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that, that? It was a terrible makeup job. It, it looks really stupid and cheesy. All right. Well, let's 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 wrap up this uh, dissertation of uh, Doctor Strange. And, and before, I guess the the end credit scene that everybody is talking about is the wonderful cameo of a new character that they introduce. And is a, uh, a Dr. Strange goes off with Clea to another dimension to maybe finally, uh, face Mephisto, right? We don't know, but Mephisto did not make an appearance in this movie, right? Yeah. We, we didn't talk about Dr. Strange's third eye that they didn't really explain either. Just where third eye and it, it supposedly in the comic book lore and I've never was a Doctor Strange fan so I didn't know it I had to look it up the third eye means that he has transcended into a more deep level of magic that the third eye he's able to he's able because I thought it was something evil I thought oh he's been possessed because the the one of the Doctor Strange from another dimension had the third eye so I was like wow. oh this this is an evil thing, but no, it's it's more or less he's transcended into okay. a he's higher more, power, a higher power. All right, very person. good. But they didn't tell you that. Yeah, I had to go fucking look that up. So. <laughs> well, and let me can I can I put one more big sort of I, I think a listener may not have realized this um, uh, uh, an issue I had with the film and, and some reason why it's so disjointed before we wrap everything up. We see there's a logic flaw, and they point this out. Wanda knows that her kids exist in other universes, and that's the whole reason why she's trying to rip down and get into these other universes. And, and Stephen Strange says, you know, well, yeah, but even if your kids exist in another universe, they have a mother. What are you going to do with their mother, killer? Right? And so she doesn't really answer that. But right. in other universes, the kids exist, right? right? And they're with her mother. And we see that. Right, we see that it shows okay. to us. Um, oh, and, that, and the one that we see is the one that she possesses that goes and kills all the Illuminati. Here's the problem: they're still in. When we see them, they're in the house from Wandavision. Okay, exact same house, which means that well, the reason she was in that house is because Vision died. And she brought him back to life. And she took the town hostage. And they were living in the house. Which means in that universe, they're not real either. Right? Okay. One. Two, there is no mention in this film anywhere, in any way, shape, or form, that she was married to the Vision. That uh, 616 Wanda was married to the Vision. 
that this Wanda was married to the Vision, there is the Vision has been completely scrubbed from this movie. They they even showed photos in the house, and it's Wanda and the kids, or Wanda by herself, no Vision, no Vision anywhere. So it's like, well, well, what the fuck happened? How how does why would she have gone to that town if she wasn't trying to bring the vision back? Right, because right. that's the whole point of one division. She went to that town because she missed the vision, and then and then because she brought the vision back, it continued to spiral, and then she brought the kids. But the it's chicken and the, the vision comes first. Well, in that universe, if she's still in the town, what the hell happened to the vision? Or why did she, if the vision wasn't there, why they're, did she go there? They are scrubbing the vision. Make, it doesn't make any sense. They're getting so, rid of the vision. That's yeah, it's... Uh, chagrin. So either that Wanda has still got that town captive, and the kids are, uh, and the kids are still just illusions, and, and, or, or uh, did she just... Is there some... I mean, was she married to Simon Williams? Oh. You know, in that universe? And he died? Uh, who knows? I mean, that would have been a, uh, actually kind of a cool time to have Nathan Philly on right, right. photos. You know, but... I, I, at least I could have accepted. And maybe then you go, oh, well, she was the reason she created that universe is because she could kind of sense the other dimension existed. Right? But not, it wasn't explained in any way, shape, or form. If anything, they, they went out of their way to make it uh, less, uh, maybe stick out more, like, right. like less, make it where it fits even less into the universe. And by doing it this way, if anybody saw this movie first, there's no reason for them to go see WandaVision because WandaVision doesn't fit with this movie right. because of, of that stuff. And who the hell wants to go back and watch WandaVision knowing she murders you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 30 people and think, oh, this is so cute. Like, it's they screwed over WandaVision, too, for anybody that might want to go back and watch that series after seeing this film. Very strange. All right, literally and figuratively, very strange. So what do you end up with this movie? Uh, Brian, let's start with you. Well, let's talk about Clea real quick. Oh, uh, uh, yes, yes. So back to the, the, the spoiler or the, uh, the uh, end credit scene where Doctor Strange is hanging out on the streets of New York and then Clea shows up, played by the lovely and talented, not stunt casting, Charlize Theron. And she's like, yeah, we got a job to do. And he opens up a third eye, t- puts his cape on, and they hop into a, a dimension, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so what, <laughs> so what, well, again, they're, they're assuming we want to see more Doctor Strange. I think that's, that's, I wanted a her false to go, I wanted her to run up and go, Stephen, it's your kids. <laughs> it's your kids, Stephen. It's one just kids. Jump through the portal. <laughs> jump through the portal. Uh, I wanted her to go full Doc uh, uh, Doc Brown. Uh, PMR, what about what? It, I mean, are you wanting to see more adventures of Doctor Strange here with Clea? Yeah, you know, in the comic book, even though I didn't read Doctor Strange, <clears throat> Clea and Doctor Strange always had this weird relationship. She was kind of like I don't know. She was kind of hot, you know, Clea, but and she was younger than Doctor Strange. It always seemed like it. In the origin of Clea, kind of, she's from a, a different dimension. If and I could be wrong on this a little bit, but she was also young and she was like a student. She was like a college age, and oh, he okay. took her apprentice to teach her. And you know they kind of fell in love, and they've been on again, off again. And it was a really 
she was a really cool character back in the 70s and 80s. And then I think she's kind of graduated herself into being almost as powerful as he, he is now, or if not more so. But, but I always like the fact that she, they always kind of skewed her young, and, and it was more like a professor-student type relationship. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was, it was creepy, but it was a cool character. But, but acceptable. <laughs> it been, if she hadn't been as hot, it would have been way more creepy. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Taking advantage of so, her. I just don't like the casting of Sharon Theron. Where the fuck her name? Yeah, Sharon Theron. Sharon Theron. Sharon Theron. Sharon I just don't like that casting. I just don't. And then I don't like that the costume she was wearing was just something like so cheesy. It looked like it was just a purple dress. No, yeah. it was. It, it looked. It looked like something that they got off the Inhumans set. Yeah, it was weird. Mm-hmm. It, just, it just didn't look right. It, it, she looked like it was that. probably Medusa's old costume. It could have been. Um, I just well, didn't casting at all. I, I thought they, they could have went a little bit less, lesser known, you know, I don't know. Right. The uh, We have neglected to mention uh, in any real, uh, you know, um, uh, way America Chavez like the most yeah. the, the boringest uh, <laughs> po- she sticks out like a sore thumb in this she, I don't know where and, and we just said you know don't stunt cast but I don't know what Disney Channel <laughs> show ah. she was fired from right to be made available for this but she is awful She's boring, awkward. Like, some of the things she does on the screen is just... There's one scene, and if you haven't seen this movie or if you see this movie again... I've not seen this there's movie. One, there's one scene where Doctor Strange uh, and her Mordo puts something in their in their tea and knocks them out. Yeah, that old trope, right? <laughs> and, and so Doctor Strange is doing the whole staggering around the room, like, and everything's getting all wobbly in his vision in his field of view and then there's her reaction uh and i would just challenge anyone to watch her reaction and and think how the hell did this make it into a marvel movie (laughs) it is so awkward i mean it's it is literally it is like hey we just brought in hey uh, this this kid was hot on you know a sweet life with zach and cody right right it's she she fits like a, she does not fit at all. She sticks out like a sore thumb. She is like a like it is a terrible performance. What what happens um, to her at the, by the end of the movie? By the way, oh the uh, they save her. They want everybody wants to sacrifice her. And, and honestly, it's like well, you don't really care if they do to an extent because she's there's very little that's likable about this character. <laughs> Does she end up um, in in six one six, or she go? She stays in her own universe. She stays in six one six, and she gets trained uh, by the you know whatever that the, she gets trained by the magicians. Uh, she she stays in the magicians' cave and with, gets trained with Job. <laughs> with the, Job, the yeah, magicians' yeah. alliance with Job and uh, Brett Wonderbread or whatever his name was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the worst line delivered and written in any moment oh, yeah. was she turns to Doctor Strange when he's about to leave and says I'm so glad I fell into your your 
your reality. And Doctor Strange looks at her and says, me too, kid. Me Just too. Just So, again, I mean, the, it sounds like the quality of these movies, the writing... The it just everything has just gone downhill. I loved it, and it's not yeah. And Podman Ron loved it, and it's not that you know maybe you could I think you could justify it if it was to have that. Me too, kid. Me too. If your target audience is twelve to fourteen year olds, you you go kind of cheesy or schmaltzy or whatever, and that's absolutely fine. But this movie wasn't aimed toward that because it had some pretty gruesome deaths, right? So it was a weird combo of like, hey, this movie is for adults, but then it has these characters who are completely one dimension, no pun intended, and more like a kid's movie, like uh, Spy Kids or something like that. Yeah, which brings me back to what I was saying very early in the news segment. It's like, what the fuck is Kat Foggy doing? Yeah. Like... Uh, like he used to be the litmus test. He was the the editor in chief of all this stuff. Are you telling me that he that, that he produced this and Endgame? Right, <laughs> right. Like there's no way he like he was involved in this film like he was in Endgame. So what's he doing? It, like that's why I said it, I think he's moved Just on to that out. Stan Lee Stan Lee in the seventies role yeah, where he ain't, writing, money. he ain't writing shit. Yeah, he's just. Uh, shaking hands and kissing babies. Yeah. Well, here's okay. the thing. I, well, I think it's an entertaining movie. I, I was entertained. I liked it. Okay. But, but in terms of if I was like a film major or something and knew pacing and knew style and stuff, it was style-wise, like you were saying, you know, you have, at the beginning it's more like a kid's movie. It's all, you know, it's all bright, colorful you know, he's fighting the monster. It, it looks all superhero-y. You know, you introduce this American Chavez character, and she's a young girl. She's, you know, feisty, and, you know, that's for the young people to to like, you know. this. <clears throat> but then you get to all these horror elements all of a sudden in the middle of it. So it's like the style is just all over the place. Is this a superhero movie? Is this trying to be a horror movie? Is yeah. it, it, that? That part was kind of weird about it. Uh, I mean, it just didn't know what it wanted to be. It was like, okay, you've got to do this superhero. It's like the, it's like almost. I, I know this guy came in. Sam Raimi came in. What? It was uh, Scott Dick, Dixon was was assigned to the movie first. Was the first director, and I think the first half is his shit, and I think the last half is the Sam Raimi stuff. It just seems like there is a definite turn. Somewhere in the second act of a Sam Raimi movie, as the first act seems like a more of a superhero type hmm, movie. Interesting. Well, and I'm, I'm, I'm interested to hear the backlash uh, from parents. And you haven't really heard that yet, but I got a feeling some of that may just be uh, like the you know, the, the afterglow of a new Marvel movie right. before some of the cracks start to show. But I remember taking uh, Jacob, Hot Boy Jacob, to uh, uh, X-Men Days of Future Past, right? Right. right. Which, Days, X-Men Days of Future Past is a far superior film to this. Yeah, it sounds like um, it. But, you know, and they had, I mean, they went through and they, they killed a bunch of X-Men. Uh, but the thing was, it was you got to erase it. You know, when you fixed it, they weren't dead anymore. 
Right. And I remember Jacob was 10 and like he was crying in like the <laughs> first 30 minutes of that movie. He was like, I just want to go. I want to go. And I'm like, Jacob, just wait. They're, they're not. They'll be back by the end of the movie. $15 for that fucking ticket, Jacob. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's your ass down. We're not leaving. No. But, um, but yeah, it was uh, where this, they killed him. Even every bit as gruesomely as, as any of those X Men were killed, they just left him dead. There was no redemption. There was no uh, reset. There was nothing. It was just like dead is dead. Yeah, Reed's, Reed's kids don't have a father anymore, and Wanda's <laughs> responsible for it. Go watch WandaVision to find more about more about Wanda Maxim. Wacky Adventures of Wanda. Like, how do you I don't, how do you redeem Reed Richards? How do you redeem Wanda? Like, how do you? And, and honestly, you know, um, she earlier today was complaining about her MCU contract has had her has made her have to turn down a lot of like more artistic projects. Right. So now the question is, will she be back? Right. You know, they they don't have to bring her back. But did so, they? Did, I'm sorry. How did they leave Wanda? So just dead. She. Uh, the way they wrap it up is. America Chavez opens a portal to where Wanda can see her kids. She's like, I'll just give you what you want. And the kids are afraid of her, and the kids, um, they don't recognize her, even though she's like, I'm your mother. They're like, they know that it's not their mother. They know that she's evil. They, they're they afraid of her, that sort of so, thing. So they should have done that, like, the first ten minutes of the movie. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... She, but by she, but so uh, it was that whole thing where she got a glimpse. She caught a glimpse of herself in the mirror, uh-huh. and when she realized what she had done, she um she pulled down. There was like in this temple. She pulled the temple down upon herself, and you know, okay. well, she fell by a statue again. That's how. Yeah, that's how. That's the great statue. All right, so we need to wrap this up, guys. Uh, Brian, what do you give this rating? Two out of five. Two out of five. Ouch. And a, a binary? A zero. Wow. That is harsh. Podman Ron. Anything in this movie that could have could have been parlayed into more MCU stuff? Any, any characters? I don't want to... God, I hope I never see America Chavez again. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, like, she's the... I told the kids, like, uh, she's the Jar Jar Banks of the MCU. Uh... Um, <laughs> I hope I never see America Chavez again. Uh, re- uh, it, it took any wind out of the sails for Fantastic Four. I'm, le- I'm way less uh, jazzed about Fantastic Four after seeing this. X-Men, uh, same thing. Like, it, 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 this took... It, it, I guess it, propped, it, it, it advanced Doctor Strange's story, but... The weakest Avenger, like, you know, from a, a storytelling <laughs> standpoint, it's like, I, I don't understand what this served. Wanda's off the table, right? Wanda, like, it, it burned her backstory. Uh, Doctor Strange is just as boring as ever. The uh, America Chavez is awful, and I know they're going to shove her down our throats again. Uh, and then all the characters that should have been buzzworthy were murdered, like, surreptitiously, and made to look like complete chumps. Like, this movie did more damage to the MCU than anything <laughs> else they've made. Than Thanos. Th- this movie damaged the the MCU properties. 
Like it didn't, it didn't set up anything else. And, and, it, and, it, and it was the, it was the, uh, the crescendo of storylines. And they, you realize that they were never important to begin with. <laughs> it is set up. It's setting up the incursion. I think that's going to be the big, big bad thing. I mean, if you look at everything Marvel's doing, you see it's doing the old, uh, all the multiverse stuff is, you know, Loki, the, what if stories? Um, I, I think that that's what it's set up. I think that, and it's setting it up so we can introduce the X Men into the. I'm sure it is, but you realize what it's setting up, right? Secret Wars. No, no, it's setting up Crisis on Infinite Earths. They're just stealing Crisis on Infinite Earths. Uh, maybe. Maybe, but again, we haven't seen, I mean, we haven't, uh, the heroes of the different universes are all dead now, (laughs) sort of like, right? So, uh, but, but to your point, they, it it is a fantastic way to say, oh, well, uh, we heard you like Captain America and Iron Man, here they are again, you know, and there's different actors and it's, we see a teenager, Tony Stark, and where we can sign him for, you know, more movies or whatever. We can see him grow as opposed to old man uh, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Podman yeah. Ron, you've claimed that this is a good movie, good entertaining movie. What do you give it? I give it a four. Four out of five. Wow. Brian, stark contrast here. Well, now here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> when we left the theater... PMR was much more. Uh, um, he's he's softened his view of this film yeah, in the in the coming it happens, days. It happens. He reflects yeah, on it. Is like I said when we started the podcast. There are some things in here you you can pick apart. Like you can pick apart any movie, and that's part of the fun of the movie. But was I entertained during it? Yeah, I was entertained. Did I like the story? I, I did like the story. There was. There were, there's stupid things in Endgame, if you think about it. There's stupid oh, yeah. things in Infinity War. Yeah. Uh, Not per capita. This had a lot more stupid uh, things than Endgame <laughs> did. Oh, funny thing, I thought they missed a huge boat. That was, and that's probably one of the reasons I'm just give that the 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 weird you know style of the the movie itself, not knowing what it really wanted to be, but. I enjoyed it. I mean, at the end of the day, would I watch it again? Yeah, I definitely would watch this again. I, I, I All right. Shang-Chi uh, so double feature coming up. This was when I had people asking me, because I had uh, two of the listeners ask me point blank, what did PMR think? Or what, what happened? <laughs> wow, what PMR. PMR, people want to know. PMR, well, because they know how busted his rating system is. <laughs> Because uh, what, I believe, didn't he give um, Spider-Man uh, No Way Home an 8 out of 5? It was something like that. It was pretty high. 8 out of 5. And so I told uh, uh, Mark, I was like, uh, uh, yeah, that movie, he was like, so you didn't like it? Because he hadn't seen it. I was like, no, nah, I didn't like it. I was like, in fact, it was so bad, PMR only gave it a 6 out of 5. <laughs> that was PMR's That's initial review. That's how bad review. this movie was. Wow. Was six, was six out of five, and now you see he's come back and said he's lowered it to four out of five. Right. Well, I, uh, like I said, the whole Illuminati thing, I just, you know, the more I thought about it, the more we talked about it, Brian, that 
it, it made them about to be chumps. And it, and then I thought about how, you know, Marvel movies in the past have taken these casts, and that's how they pretty much built their whole universe and built characters for other movies, is by uh, taking these side characters and, and letting them be a part of the story. I mean, look at, uh, I mean, even uh, <coughs> Black Panther in Civil War. Black Panther, Civil War. Look at Nebula in Guardians of the Galaxy. She started as a bad guy, and then she she was like she's like a nobody character, and and they kind of built her up her character where she was like a, a big role in both uh, in, in Endgame. I mean, and Infinity War, and they had a chance to do something like this: introduce Captain Britain or Captain Carter in a cool way, I, introduce. Uh, Mr. Fantastic Four, have them all battle together and kind of be a, that, like I, like I said before, multiverse Avengers. They screwed that up. They didn't do it, and so that's why. That's, to me, they missed the boat on that. So yeah. the rest of the movie, I, I, you know, I was entertained. There, I, I really liked the whole one. This stuff. I'm very confused. That was a, that was a very good uh, bad guy. All right, all right. So you give it a. A four out of five and uh, a one. Yeah, two. Wow. Okay. Well, I will definitely watch it when it comes on Disney Plus, um, but I think I'll skip theaters. You know, different from uh, Eternals, which I had skipped, and it, I think it may have taken me like a solid year before I finally got around to watching that. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'll give Dr. Strange <laughs> a spin. All right. I'll add one little thing. If there's one multiverse movie you see this year, make uh, it everything, everywhere, all at once. I still love to see that. Just haven't gotten around to it. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, fantastic. Oh, you'll have to. Five stars. You'll have to uh, give that. Uh, give us a dissertation on that for next time. Uh, and uh, how are how are how are people not? I mean, I love Michelle Yeoh, but how are people not talking about uh, Short Round in this movie? I don't know. You know what? Like, I, uh, I, he's fantastic. Yeah. I read the article the other day, and, and you know what? I, I hope they do it. They were talking about he should be the next Indiana Jones, that it would make sense. Yeah, that. there you go. I kinda like well, that. he's like 50, so. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's yeah. a young Harrison Ford. <laughs> I mean... It would be a, I, don't, I think it would be pretty good, actually. I, it totally would God. be great, yeah. Like, for all, for as weird as everything, and we'll get into a full review, but it's for as weird and bizarre as some of the stuff they did in Everything Everywhere All at Once, and that probably didn't help this either, is that I saw Everything Everywhere All at Once yeah, like and you're high, high before this came out, right? And it's like, man, like, Everything Everywhere All at Once is bizarre it's funny, it's action, it's it's just, I mean, it's uh, Deadpool 1-esque, a lot of it. Hmm. Um, like self, you know, uh, um, uh, what, uh, it pokes it's, fun at itself okay. and, it's, and its own storyline. It's, it is a great movie. And then, and then it's like this. It's yeah. like, ugh, Jesus. So. All right, well... Uh, well, we, I would love to hear uh, your thoughts on that. I'd love to hear thoughts on the 15 different Star Trek TV shows, uh, thoughts on Moon Knight, 
And, of course, uh, pay a a special remembrance to uh, a fallen hero of all of ours and many a people out there. We're not ready to say his name yet. Not ready to say it, so no spoilers. (laughs) No spoilers. But we'll uh, get to that all in due time. But until next time. Save it for the podcast.